Welcome to the Fit and Fierce podcast, a show to inspire and empower you and remind you that we're all a little messed up and that's okay. I'm your host, Megan. And in my personal journey, I realized that the fiercest thing I ever did was to ask for help. I no longer wanted my story to rule me. I was going to own it and share it. And throughout each one of these episodes, I want you to remember that being flawed doesn't make you less. It makes you more. Well, 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 welcome back. Very excited for today's episode. I love when I get to push play, record, have a conversation, jam, and be in an intimate setting with you, really drop in and for us to connect. I also equally love and love in a different level in a different way when I get to share somebody else's energy, share somebody else's story, somebody else's wisdom, somebody else's experiences with you as well. It's a really, it's a really wonderful opportunity to learn and to grow and to expand and just connect with other people that we might not have connected with before. And this is actually a lot of the theme of what today's podcast is. I'm sitting down today with my guests, Andy and Tia, who host The Soul Life Project. Last week, you heard me share a little bit of the episode that I recorded with them for their podcast, and I wanted for the two of them to come on and to get somebody to hold space for them and to share what it's like to work with a business partner what it's like to balance time between your friendship and your business, why they started a podcast, what the mission, what the goals were. It's really cool to be able to sit down and to speak to two women who work so closely with one another and who talk about the real-life challenges, the real-life experiences, and how they have to work on their relationship to make it successful. And this idea that if we want a relationship with anybody, business partner, romantic partner, family member, friend, whoever that is, if we really want it to be a successful relationship, we have to put in effort in it. We have to nurture it. And the two of them, both Andy and Tia, have their own little unique spin on how they do that and what it's looked and worked with them. For so many women, I feel and I've heard that there is a lot of wounding that has come around having relationships with women. And that's really sad and it's really unfortunate and it's a fact. It's it's here, right? It's with us. And so this is for you who you may have experienced that and you may have some wounding around other female relationships. This is an episode that shows you the other side of that and that shows you what's really, really possible when you take a gamble on extending yourself out and asking, hey, do you want to go to coffee? I don't know why, but I'm connected to you. How does that sound to you? That's really the beginning of Andy and Tia's journey that they share with us. I hope you enjoy. Sit back, open up your ears, open up your hearts, and open up your minds, and be totally engulfed and engrossed in the wisdom that is Andy and Tia. Well, welcome back, everybody. I, as always, am so thankful, so full of gratitude that you are here and you are listening and following up with a conversation that I had with two amazing souls. I'm very fortunate as they interviewed me on their podcast, The Soul Life Project. 
to get to have that back and to flip the script a little bit. So welcome Tia and Andy. Hi ladies. Thanks. Thanks, Megan. We appreciate you asking us to join your podcast. This is actually our first podcast that we've been on. So we're very excited for this conversation. Yay. And I, you would never, well, we haven't really gotten to the conversation, but from knowing the flow of how you interview and run your podcast, you're pros. So you'll be, it'll be great. I can't wait to see what happens with this conversation, where we go from here. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited as well. Like Andy said, we've recorded many, but never been a guest. So this is exciting. Mm-hmm. Is it, I'm curious to know what is, where are the nerves a little bit more present when you're interviewing or when somebody's asking you the questions? Mm-hmm. I think the nerves come from when we're asking for me personally, when we're asking them the questions, is there going to be awkward silence? Are (laughs) they going to, are are we getting too deep or they're not going to want to answer the question? Is it, are we going to have to pivot? What's the next question we're going to ask for me personally? And then sitting here with you talking, I don't feel as nervous. I think this is, I love talking. So this is the fun part because it's, it's our story now and there's no right or wrong. There's no questions we have to be ready to answer. And it just, like you said, it's going to be the flow of the conversation. So what about you, Tia? Yeah, I think it depends on how close I know the person. If I think if I, I think if we're um, there, I'm not as familiar, maybe a little bit of nerves of like, oh, how are they going to respond to this question? Like, are they going to be okay answering it? Because we like to go very deep um, and personal uh, so sometimes I'm always like aware of how are people going to feel to this question. Um, but yeah, I think right now I feel okay. It just kind of feels like we're, we're having a conversation and, um, we get to do a little bit more talking, I think now. <laughs> yeah. That's the cool part. And why don't we do, we'll start with Tia. Give us a little overview of who you are and what you're about. And as you both share them, then you get to come together and we'll share how you got to work as a duo and how that, how that panned out a little bit. Wow. That's a really big question. (laughs) It's the question I hate people asking me. I hate it. And every time I ask somebody, I apologize immediately, (laughs) (laughs) but people need to know who you are. Yes. Um, Well, my name's Tia. I live in Austin, Texas. Um, I'm originally from Pennsylvania. Um, Well, actually I'm from South Korea, but grew up in America. So um, yeah, I moved around a lot. Um, I started in my degree was in sports business, um, not doing anything with that started getting into nonprofit worked for nonprofit for a while, just doing like operations and development. Um, really, my passion is all about community and empowering people to find their purpose and passions. And I think my heart mostly goes out to people who aren't provided those same resources or privileges. Um, And yeah, I just love seeing people do the thing that they're made to do. Um, And I think that's what led us to me and Andy partnering up and um, doing this podcast. But yeah, outside the podcast, I currently do consulting. So CRM system kind of consulting that brings in the income while doing the podcast as well. So definitely entrepreneurial have hopped around a lot and just different kind of figuring out what it is that my skill sets are along with what my passions are. 
Um, and yeah, met Andy in St. Louis and in Austin, Texas, because that is where my boyfriend is c- currently. So, yeah. Andy, how about you? Oh, how do I follow that up, T? That was so <laughs> like, fluid and great. Um, well, I'm Andy and I live in St. Louis, Missouri. I was born and raised here. I did move around a little bit. I lived in Denver, Colorado for for a period of time. Um, I went to school at Indiana State. I played golf. So golf is a big passion of mine. I've been playing ever since I was five years old. Um, I got to play there as well as coach there this last spring season, which was amazing to work with the college girls uh, from the team that I grew up and loved and just being able to work with my coach again. Um, I also do freelance design and uh, along the lines of what Tia said of what her passion is with the podcast, I feel like mine is to be your ultimate hype girl. I just love being in your corner. I want to cheer you on. Um, and I just want to, I want to learn about the thing that you're, you're doing, the thing that makes your heart beat. And I want to just encourage you to keep doing it, encourage you to keep growing and learning and being the best version of yourself that you possibly can be. So I think that's where me and Tia with the podcast work really well together because she's um, also wants to champion the other person and how we can get you from point A to point B and the resources that we can provide for you. So yeah. And like she said, we met in St. Louis and the rest is history from there. But that's basically a little synopsis of what, who I am. <laughs> Where did the idea to start a podcast come from? Well, <laughs> do you want to start with the coffee shop? Well, I first want to say that I feel like the origin of our story, like when I, when we, ha- when we get asked this question and when I think about it, I feel like if you feel like, oh, I should ask this person out for coffee or you feel a connection with someone, you should just like go for it because you never know how that relationship will lead to either just a really great friendship for a lifetime. It could just be for a a season, a day, or it could turn into something more like a collaboration of a business or a podcast. So I don't know. I always think that's like a really big part of our story and that um, we worked together, but we didn't, we weren't really friends. And then just like, we would have little chats and they were kind of really deep, but I was always on the move. She was always on the move. And so one day we were just like, we should actually just like get coffee outside of like our just kind of rushing by each other. And the crazy thing was, is the day that, um, we decided to get coffee. I like hurt I fell on my knee, which it doesn't sound that bad, but it ended up being, I tore three ligaments in my knee and I did it before. So I knew when I fell on that impact, I was like, this isn't good. And I almost canceled on her. I, I almost was like, I can't do this. Like, cause I knew my whole life was going to be like uprooted because I would have to move home for surgery and whatnot. But I was like, you know what? I can't, I was okay to walk. Nothing like there was no blood or like anything like that. So, but I was like, you know what? I can't, there's nothing I can do right now. So I'm going to meet this girl for coffee. And that's when we really, we, I don't know, we talked for like three hours about everything under the sun. (laughs) We just flowed from topic to topic to topic. And we're like, wow, okay. Like we need to be friends. (laughs) We need to keep this up. So, but it started as, go ahead, keep going. Go ahead. Well, we, so one day I think, so Tia moved back to Pennsylvania 
to get her knee fixed. And one day she reached out to me and just was like, Hey, you know, I'm thinking about my friends, just thinking about people in my life. And like, is there anything that you need me to like pray for you for? I was like, wow, never had a friend ask me that. That's amazing. Sure. You can pray for this dream that I have. And in the, and at the time I had just moved back from Denver. I, I didn't really know what I was doing. I kind of felt lost. I was trying to figure out a path. I was trying to figure out somewhere to go. What am I going to do for work? What am I actually passionate about? And so I told her about this dream. Well, this dream was to open up a coffee shop. And I like expressed to her this dream. And she's like, I don't know if I'm supposed to just be here for you and support or if I'm supposed to like help you do this. Like, are we supposed to do this together? And I was waited like a week though before, yeah. because when I commit to something, I'm like all in and it can, that can be a weakness or a strength and that like you can kind of but if I say yes to something like we're getting it done like there so I was like all right I don't want to overwhelm this girl like I don't want to like we don't we just we had a three-hour coffee date and that was it that was the extent because then I moved like literally right home so from there like basically our our friendship started distance um from and so um yeah, I waited like a week before I was like, hey, um, I really feel like something in my heart about your dream. Like, I feel just really connected to it. Like, I don't know if I'm supposed to support, be part of it. But I just wanted to say that, like, I feel a lot of your dream inside of like something that I could do alongside you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it started off as a coffee shop. So we wanted to open up a coffee shop with a um you know, a a very communal space where there would be a room, um, that people could rent, like entrepreneurs could rent if you couldn't afford a brick and mortar. So everything from, you know, if you do hair and you just want to pop up on Tuesdays, if you sell jewelry, just a space for entrepreneurs, um, to be able to, you know, promote whatever their product or services, as well as, you know, if you're a small business and you need a boardroom or you're a nonprofit and you need a boardroom. So like, again, this room within a coffee shop that allows people to just connect and have a space um, to be able to do their thing. Because we were seeing in St. Louis that there were a lot of co-working spaces, but very, very expensive. And we're just like, if you're a startup, like you can't afford $300 a month of rent for an office. Like if you're just starting, that makes no sense to us. So that the vision of there's something lacking, we're going to create it is such the entrepreneurial spirit. That's it to a T of, I want this. I don't really understand it, but I'm going to go with it. And I see a hole in the market. So I'm going to create it. Yep. Was it nerve wracking to show up and be vulnerable? Tia, you had to say, I, I don't understand. This doesn't make sense. Andy had to be open and to receive to share your dream. Sharing with somebody that you don't know, sharing with anybody, period. And then sharing with somebody that you don't know really well. That's not always, it's, it's not comfortable. It's not always the most common space to step into. What, what made that feel safe? If you, and sometimes there aren't words, so there may be not, there might not be an answer. I, oh, I was going to say, I think we uniquely, I think our story, we did a lot of like work in the beginning Mm -hmm. and based on like digging really deep on what your why was. 
for each other because I think we were so we felt such a strong connection to this dream and idea I think I personally I don't know you Andy you can say how you felt but I was like very cautious because I'm like oh like I don't know like what if this goes wrong what if we want two different things um and so I feel like I asked a lot of questions on like everything from like what's your why how do you to how do you see the space like what do you envision the space because I think we've both had good business mentors in our path telling us like oh we've had business partnerships go wrong so make sure you guys communicate over communicate in the beginning to make sure you you're on the same path you want the same things and if you don't want the same things figuring out how you can still work together Mm -hmm. for me I was just excited it was like a it was like a new thing for me so I was like yeah let's just do this let's dive into this like I wasn't nervous or scared I feel like I would have been if we didn't align with majority of the the core values of what we wanted the coffee shop to be I think as soon as we started figuring out that we were in alignment and on the same page I was like okay cool like we met every Friday We talked on FaceTime. We asked hard questions to each other. Um, I think we we dove into the Enneagram and I know we talked about this a little bit on our episode with you, but that has helped us as a business partnership, as a friendship. Um, And I just think we really got to know like what our core weaknesses were, our fears, what excites us, what, and like working together with somebody else, like you said, that you don't really know. I think that helped us become aware of ourselves a little bit more and then aware of like how Tia works and her aware of how I work. So um, yeah, I was more just excited than cautious, but I appreciated her asking those questions because there's some, those are things that I'm like, well, maybe I wouldn't have thought about those questions to ask and I'm glad she's asking them. So yeah, I think we did, like Tia said, we did a lot of work in the forefront to, um, to get to where we are. So it started as a coffee shop. Was there an actual coffee shop that happened? And how did that bleed into a podcast being here? It was not an actual brick and mortar. <laughs> we did not. We, so we found a lot of doors being closed. Um, one after the other, we, we got to the point where we, we made a whole budget. We created, we, you know, we had a coffee shop ready to go that we wanted to buy our coffee from. Um, and we had, we sat down and we met with an investor. And after that, we both were like, you know what, that, that did not go how we thought it was going to go. We Mm -hmm. did not feel good about that. And we, we both immediately were like, yeah, no, we, (laughs) that that's not what we want. And so we did try some other avenues and like, yeah, they just kept getting the door kept getting shut. And we're like, one day Tia came to me and was like, what if we just like turn this into a podcast? And I was like, you know what? The other day I literally wrote down names for a podcast that I would like to start. So let's just freaking do it. (laughs) So that's organically how the podcast came about. And we felt like the space that we wanted to create in the coffee shop was very similar to a podcast platform. We were able to bring guests on to share their entrepreneurial journeys to 
pop up and hang out with us for the hour, just like they would be doing in the coffee shop, just sharing their journey, popping up with us, being there in the moment with us. So I think they, they correlated a lot and it was just a very easy transition to go from trying to figure out how to build a brick and mortar and get someone to invest in us versus doing this podcast that's free. And, and we love to talk. So it just was, it was a very easy, simple transition to, to create the podcast for us. That's just something too, that I really admire in both of you and also truly, truly living in this entrepreneur lifestyle of a closed door doesn't mean that's the end and we give up a no doesn't mean that this we're we pack it up boom we're done it's okay so this plan didn't go exactly as I initially thought how do we pivot and how do we continue to still live our core values and our mission and make it work for where we're at right now yep yeah, I think that's good. And I think ultimately we we both wanted to create community. So we were like, wow, yeah. like you can have a community from a podcast, right? So we've been able to meet. It started, and I think to a big, um, a big motivation of just the soulful community was the people around us. We're like, yo, we know so many people around us like doing the thing that they love. And we're very fortunate to have these friends and people in our life. And so- we want other people to be able to meet, you know, it just started with our, our core people. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to be able, we want other people to be able to like live this lifestyle of intention and find their pur- purpose and feel encouraged. Um, and then it, you know, branched out to meeting people across the country that we don't know because it was a virtual, you know, community. So, so yeah, I think ultimately we just always wanted to create a community and the podcast was just an easier way and a, a way that we could do it right away. We didn't need, you know, investors, a building, coffee, all of these kind of extra things we realized. And all we needed was Zoom, a mic, us, and a guest. Mm-hmm. And your community now gets to, not that it wouldn't have been impactful in a brick and mortar, in an in-person space, but as you said, Tia, your reach now is across the United States and above and beyond that, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So your impact gets to be not just in your local community, but this mm-hmm. giant ripple for so many others as well. Mm-hmm. And when you said soulful, so that's what our coffee shop's name was, was soulful. And then we turned it into the Soul Life Project. So for those of you that <laughs> didn't know that, we didn't really explain the name of it, but yeah. And I think, I think, so people do see us as a St. Louis podcast, which is cool. I do love being known as that, but like you said, we still get to reach people in California, people on the East coast, and it it does broaden our spectrum and we're able to impact more. And it just, it looks cool for the future too. You know, we always kind of dream big and talk about what if we did a podcast tour and what if we went around to these different states and got all these different people involved? So um, yeah, it's the impact, the bigger impact is amazing. And to even dream even, even bigger now with a podcast is so fun. And uh, the weaving of soul and business, the, your soul life still gets to be in business is maybe a, maybe I see it this way because I'm in it, but a generational thing of, wow, 
work, your, your work, your livelihood, your whatever you choose to be still gets to be really woven in with your calling, your soul. It gets to bring a life into the space instead of just being, this is what I do Monday through Friday from nine to five and go and do my work, do my due diligence. And then outside of that, I get to be who I am and express who I am when really it gets to be woven together. Yeah, I think that is our hope is that, I mean, I think it is a privilege to, you know, fully, um, and, and not the hard work, you know, not that entrepreneurs and we haven't, it's not like we haven't done our hard work, but sometimes you are tied to a nine to five because you have to provide for your family or you have to, uh, you weren't dealt the same cards. But I think that ultimately there is, whether it is you, whatever, if it's outside of your job and eventually you can get there, but something that that does light your soul on fire. Like Andy said, like, what is it that gets you fired up? What is it? Um, whether it's something that you've gone through and you're really passionate about or something that you just love doing because it's fun and, um, you know, that's what you like to do, trying to really encourage and inspire people to find that because it isn't just about, you know, clocking in your hours and um, making money and, you know, having that title. It is about like, what do you feel like you were made to do? Is for me, the tricky part of stepping in my own and, and running a business and working alongside others is that it gets very gray of there is no clock out period. And to me, that's been right now, that's been the biggest challenge of how do I balance my time between doing something that I love so much, but also not having to be on all the time. Do either one of you struggle with that or feel that? And if so, what helps you almost distinguish this is our friendship time and this is our business time? Well, I feel like we recently have decided to be more intentional about friendship time and then we have in the past. Um, our friends, Bo and Co, or Bo and Courtney, um, we just interviewed them on a couple podcasts ago. They kind of encouraged us to be intentional about that friendship time. They take friendship trips and it's just solely friendship. They don't talk about work. They just hang out with each other. And um, I think Tia and I did that when we were still in St. Louis together, but now being apart, I think we had, not that we just put it on the back burner, but we kind of did. And we kind of just focused on the podcast and how we can grow it and how we can be better for our community. So we recently took a trip to Tahoe and it was amazing. We literally just spent four days just being friends and talking and hanging out. And um, that, that was really fun. I feel like that, I don't know, Tia, jump in whenever you feel like. <laughs> yeah, I, I, think, I think Andy's really good at like, bringing and this is why I think we work really well together um she's definitely you know hard working and like gets her stuff done but I also think she has that like I don't know aura about life of like being fun and it is about fun and we can do fun things and it doesn't have to be about work all the time and like it will get done like it's okay calm down like basically to me but I'm very much I think because I'm <laughs> I love the podcast. I love working with her. I love what we talk about. I love meeting people. It does. It is very energizing to me. Um, so I can forget like, oh, we should just talk about like other stuff um, outside of the podcast. Um, but I think ultimately, like you were saying, when we do work on our friendship, when we do make 
time for our just relationship outside of the podcast, it makes the podcast better because we can come back and be like, oh, we should talk about this conversation or like it allows those creativity ideas to flow. Um, And it gives us space to, I think, to be actually like, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Because we've had had highs and lows and shifts based on our personal life, based on moving, based on our capacity of time. Um, So checking in with each other, I think is really important if you are working with someone because you can kind of just do the tasks, do the next thing and not really know really how the other person is doing, which then affects whatever it is that you're working on. Boom. See, that's why we work well together. Just pick <laughs> up where I left off. It is a seamless, it, it is so seamless to watch the two of you because it's not even a needing to pause and wait for the other person to pick up. It's just, you just know when the other person needs and has something to say, and then it just flows. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful dance that the two of you do back and forth together. <laughs> Lots of hours talking together. <laughs> Lots of practice. Uh, balancing time, balancing tasks, balancing all of it. I'm always curious to know how does that work? Because the both of you do things in addition to the podcast, and then you come together in that. How do you time manage? How do you, how are you even aware of prioritizing, not prioritizing, getting shit done? Well, Tia is amazing at it. She's been a huge help for me personally. I think we both have been through seasons of a slower point for us with our regular jobs to be like, Tia can say, oh, hey, I have more time to do this. Or I have, for me, I have more time to do this. I have less time to do this. And just figuring out our schedule. So Tia helped me figure out, you know, I, I'm someone that says yes to like everything. And I don't know how to say no sometimes. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, I'm doing all these things. I have this schedule and I don't, I don't even know where to start with this. And she's like, okay, let, let me help you. Let's figure this out because soul life project is very important to me. And I still want to have time to like Tia said, show up for our community and do good work and design good things for, to make it pretty. Right. So, um, we put this whole schedule into place that I think really helped us with Tia knowing what I'm doing at the certain time of day, I'm knowing what she's doing. We share our Google calendars with each other. That's been super helpful. Color coordinated it. Cause that's the only way that I'll look at a Google calendar. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I think just also divvying up tasks. So like Tia knows exactly what she's doing with the podcast from, you know, editing it to getting me the wave, getting me the intro outro all of the stuff that on the back end that she needs to be doing. And then me knowing that I'm doing the marketing assets, I'm putting it out on social media, I'm sending it to our guest. I'm once all the files are done, I'm producing the episode and merging it all together and putting the music to it. So we have tasks according to what our strengths are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think the Enneagram, um, Andy brought that up, but we use that in the way beginning of just kind of starting our friendship and our, and our business. And I think it's really helpful because you, uh, you get to understand 
the person you're working with. And this, it doesn't have to be just your business partner. It could be like, if you're a manager of people, it's just really helpful because you get to understand the way that the person basically sees the world. And I know Andy doesn't like to be put in a box and like told what to do. And, you know, and that's really, I don't like chaos. I don't like having things late. I don't, you know, so it really is helpful for us to know how to, how does the other person operate and the way that they work. Um, so you can really create lanes for each other um, so that you're overseeing those, those different lanes so that um, you can work better together um, rather than kind of getting all intertwined and being like, who's doing what, who's doing that. Um, also um, your feelings get involved too. So mm-hmm. having this, conversation I think is really, really important because you're bringing to light something that maybe the listener doesn't have a business partner, maybe that they're not, but I'm going to guess to say that the listener has a friend or a a relationship that isn't, doesn't, we're not exactly talking about a partnership or a romantic relationship. And the way Tia and Andy that you both speak is so amazing around, we still have to learn how to communicate with one another. And we still have to say, hey, my emotions are here, but I know this about you and I'm gonna create a lane for you. And look how strong and beautiful your relationship is. And not to say that I'm sure that there aren't issues or where you butt heads or you have, but you have this open line of communication to ultimately know, hey, I have your back and I know you have mine, I trust that. But unless we really, are open and honest with one another, then it gets messy. And so to have, and to have two women who can say, let's have this relationship, let's really work on it and make it something because it's really important to us. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I like this, I like this. And I think that so often, because again, we don't think, oh, this isn't my romantic partner, so I don't have to invest so much time and effort into a relationship is where a lot gets lost or gets confused or, or we fall out of those too. I mean, it feels like we're in a romantic relationship. (laughs) I'm sure pretty much it's hard work. Like you said, and I mean, there, I, I love our relationship the most because of how we, you said the communication, but also just like bringing the other person up. So if I'm stressed, if I'm in this like bad headspace, Tia will keep me accountable and say, yeah, you know, you're doing too much. You're like, what's the most important thing to you right now? Like, what do you want to focus on? Because all this other stuff that you go on, you have going on around you is just, it's not feeding your energy. It's not feeding good energy. So let's figure this out. And so I think that really helps me focus, stay in my lane and do the thing that we're supposed to be doing with the podcast. So yeah, I I love the accountability, I would say that we have with each other and just calling each other up and not, not tearing each other down when I think stressed or something like that, you know, I think for me, the space is that I can be like honest and direct and Andy doesn't take it as like, I'm being mean or offensive or like, because she knows like, I care so much about the podcast and I care so much about her and our friendship. So like my communication of being like, Hey, like, do you, you know, what's up is a form of like love and a form of caring. So I think for me, it's been a really 
I'm really grateful for a safe space to be able to like work with someone and not feel like I have to be a little less because it's because I'm just like an intense person (laughs) and um, she gets that about me. So I think it's like we can laugh about it. We can have honest conversations. um, And I feel like that's really refreshing and like and um, yeah, just refreshing to be able to work in a space and um, have someone to work with because in previous jobs, I felt that a lot of like okay, like I I shouldn't say this because they're my boss or I don't want to be too overbearing because like it could come off as mean and really always having to like watch or guard or be on about how I'm being with other people. So I think that feels really freeing to be able to be like, all right, I can just, you know, not an excuse to be mean or whatever, but um, that she like gets my, my why. A container where you both get to show up authentically as yourselves sounds like the most freeing space to be. Tia gets to be Tia. Andy gets to be Andy. You hold each other accountable and you have loving boundaries towards one another. And you don't have to wear a mask or put on something that just isn't you. You just get to be who you are. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Now that we're talking about it, I'm like, we have a pretty cool thing going. <laughs> we are cool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And like you said, Megan, I think it, it to, again, to any, it's like, we all have relationships. We all have, whether it's a friend, a partner, a, uh, a family, we all have relationships. And I think that's what it is when you take time to learn about someone and the way they communicate and the way they see the world, then it allows you guys to have that space. Mm-hmm. And, and you get to decide too of, it is, I don't mean work in a laborious like, oh, this is work, but it it does take effort. And you don't have the bandwidth to have that with everybody in your Mm -hmm. life. I mean, I I don't, I don't personally, maybe other people do. That's, that's a big investment in somebody else and in yourself. So no, you're not going to overextend yourself. You're not going to be Andy and schedule a thousand things and have these deep, meaningful connections with everybody. And maybe for some, it will be a season, maybe it will be forever, but you really get to choose who you want to, who you want to work with, work on and work together to create something really beautifully in whatever relationship capacity that is. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought about having a business partner or are you good with where you're at? Oh, that's a good question. You're such a good podcaster to turn it I was out. literally going to ask that same question. <laughs> and you both you both are thinking on the same wavelength at the same time um yes and no I think yes in the times where I didn't feel aligned with what I was doing and I didn't realize that it wasn't being aligned with what I was doing to me it was this is really forceful hard work I want somebody else to do the shit that I don't want to do And that's not a good energy to bring somebody in. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, I get to work. So I'm a part of two teams as well, as well as doing my own individual thing that does get to be very collaborative, that does get to have support, that somebody understands what it's like to be in this space because it is a unique or it's a unique space. So to have other people have those mirrors for me, have accountability for me and just get it to be able to decompress and to speak with them is a beautiful thing. So yes and no. Yeah. I I can feel that as, as a coach. 
So I think in this podcast space, I very much would not be able to do all of that on my own and be successful. Yeah. I think as a coach though, I, I wouldn't want someone alongside me teaching, if that makes sense. Like in my, in my little program, like I feel like I, I bring a lot to the table for those kids that I teach. And it would be hard to have someone else teach alongside that doesn't have that same either energy as me or have the same mindset or even the same teachings. Like they could be teaching something completely different. So I understand, I feel like in your situation and in the coaching realm, that could be a yes and no, a yes and no answer. I, I can, I understand that for sure. Yeah. That takes it to a whole different level to make sure that you really, that's just a different level of alignment. You have to really think and see of, do we have the, do we have the same not only core values or do they complement one another but also are our styles the same is our is our vision the same mm-hmm. is how we interact with others the same yeah right. yeah where we've been talking about it we've been talking about the podcast this whole time where can people listen where can they find you where can they find out more about what the two of you do so we're on all the major platforms. If you want to listen, we're on Spotify, Apple, Deezer, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, um, all the all the platforms. You can find us on Instagram um, at Soul Life Project, and uh, our personal Instagrams are attached to the Soul Life page. We send out newsletters every month, so they can be signed up for our newsletter, um, and yeah. If you want to ever reach out to us, we're, we're always down to meet new people, to hang out, to have a conversation. If you're local, get coffee. Um, yeah, you can always DM us, email us. Our email's attached to our link tree too in our bio. So if you want to be on the podcast, you can apply yeah. through um, on our Instagram. We have an application. So we're always looking for new guests. Mm-hmm. All, that's, all your community. Both of you speak so well. You just live and breathe your mission and and your values of this is how you connect in these myriad of ways. If you're here, let's have coffee. Let's do this. Let's talk. Let's have a conversation. It's just continuing to build that. That's such a beautiful space, especially for the year plus, year and a half, whatever time. I lost track of time, but people I believe are craving connection deeper than they have before. And we have been challenged. We've had the opportunity to be challenged to seek connection in a very different way than maybe we typically have thought. And for a lot of us, that is over over Zoom, over podcasts, over social media platforms. And to for the two of you to create something that you have where it feels like I'm actually hearing, speaking, knowing real humans that could be my friend, that I could see you and say, oh, these are, I feel that. And the energy that you share is so beautiful. And I just appreciate so deeply what you do and how you do it. And that's why you have the community that you do and the connections that you do and why people are drawn to you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. We appreciate that. I mean, that is our hope. And like you said, we do feel that so deeply. And we just, we want a big community. I think that also stems from, me personally, not having 
a tight knit community as I always wanted. I always wanted a community that I can reach out to, that I can talk to. And I even went to my counselor and I was like, I cannot find community in my own community. Like I live here in St. Louis and it's hard for me to like, you know, go out. I, I can insert myself in any community, but I never felt attached like I do with the Soul Life Project. I feel so invested. I feel so attached. And like you said, I feel like all of the people, uh, all of our guests, even listeners that have reached out to us, they're all my friends. Like if I saw them out, I'd be like, oh yeah, she's my friend. <laughs> she's my friend from Wisconsin. She's my friend from San Diego. Like I, I don't, yeah, I just feel such a strong pull towards this community. It's, it's great. It's amazing. So thank you for noticing and thank you for complimenting and the kind words. We definitely appreciate that. Yeah. And I think that's what I was going to say. I think the thing that I love the most is that all of the guests that we have on, we, you know, in a sense do vet. And if you're not open to, you know, if one of our listeners reaches out, whether they're interested in your passion or your business, or they want to actually use your service or um, potentially hire you as a coach, like they're really open to having a conversation with you. And it's not about, um, okay, like let's get on a call so I can charge you right away. But these are people who are doing their businesses because they love what they do. And they're ultimately out to help you become a better version of yourself. So that's what I really love about our community is they're genuinely like open to having a real conversation. Or if you were visiting whatever state they're from, like they would say yes to having, having coffee with you. Um, so that, that's what I love the most about our community. And you fiercely protect it and not in a way that is abrasive or aggressive. It's just, we know what our community deserves and we're going to make sure that anybody that we're bringing into our space honors that and, and feels the same way as as well because it's an intimate space we had um we had an opportunity to interview someone who had a lot of followers and you know as we're growing it's also a business so we're also you know looking to say like hey how can we how can we help each other out and we had the opportunity and she had a lot of followers but the the zoom call we had prior was not good and we were both like all right we're not having this interview just because she has a lot of followers like it doesn't feel authentic or it doesn't feel that she would be open to people reaching out to her. So, you know, that's attached to us and we don't want to mislead um, our community. So yeah, we are, I would say protective um, Mm -hmm. just uh, of that too. That's a beautiful integrity to hold and speaks volumes. Mm -hmm. It really does. I so deeply appreciate the two of you for sharing this space and for sharing your mission truthfully and inspiring and empowering others to, to do the same. So thank you so much for letting me get to hold some space for you and ask the questions for you and for for sharing with my audience as well. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fears podcast. If you enjoyed it, please head over to iTunes, subscribe and download so you never miss an episode and drop me a rating and review. It's the best way to support the show and to keep more episodes coming your way. See you next time.